Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show on the iHeart Podcast Network. Talking AT&T, we all want to be heard. And when you're not, it's frustrating. Even if it's something as silly as the sandwich shop forgetting the extra avocado you ordered. When no one listens to you, it's frustrating. That's why it's so refreshing that AT&T is hearing you and making changes. They're giving every single customer new and existing the same deal. Check out smartphone pricing that's fair for everyone at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Uh-huh, I sure will. A good morning, everybody. Y'all listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Okay. Okay, here's one for you today. This is one that's deep inside of me. So this one right here, uh, I, I know this one very, very well. I, I want to talk to you today about success, but I want to talk to you about it like I usually do in terms of a principle of it. But I want to share something with you about it. And I was talking to my daughter about it, 
I've talked about my son-in-law about it, talked about it with all my children. And I'm really starting to express it to them now because, I mean, mine range from age 31 down to 16. So I'm talking to a wide range of people constantly. But I want to share something with you. And this is very, very real. And there is no way around this. If you have any aspiration of being successful, if you have any inkling that you want to change for the better and become successful in that change, I want you to realize, starting right now, the effort that is going to require. And that's why I think it stops a lot of people. I think a lot of people are never told or don't understand the sheer effort that's, that it takes to become successful at anything in any area of your life. You know, I think people think that if they do their best they can, that that'll cut it. Well, that's not enough. Here, here is the light bulb. That's not enough. If you think that doing your best is enough, that I got news for you, it's not. Well, Steve, what if you've done your best, though, and your best ain't good enough? Well, let me ask you that same question. Hold on. If you want to be successful and you've done your best and best isn't good enough, what, you through? That's it? But, Steve, it was my best. No, 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 no. It was the best you had at that time and that particular day. But tomorrow, add something to it. You've you've never done everything. There is no you can't go no more. You can't add no more. I've seen marathon runners end up crawling across the line. I've seen triathlon people, man, just staggering in the street and didn't want nobody to help them because they knew that would disqualify them from the race. You got more. Have you ever dipped into your reserve tank? That's what we're talking about now. See, all of us have a reserve tank. You know, I, you know, on my ranch, uh, I like to ride four-wheelers. I have all-terrain vehicles. And all of them have a gas tank on it. And a gas tank, and most of mine, let me see all of them. Yeah, all of them have gas tank needles on them. And it lets me know when I get down towards E, there's a little lane that's red that lets me know, okay, Steve, you're in the danger zone now. You're riding into the lowest part of your tank. But if I keep riding and I forget to get some gas in there, guess what? When it runs out of gas, all of my all-terrain vehicles, all of them, Honda, Polaris, all of them, those are the makers, there's a button on the gas tank itself that I can click and it says reserve. That means they know that for the hardcore riders, they're going to ride somewhere and they're going to get themselves in a situation and they're going to run out of everything. They're going to run out of road. They're going to run out of gas. They've prepared because they know for the hardcore rider, every hardcore rider needs a reserve tank. And so there's a button that you can click on the gas tank that clicks it into a reserve and it'll give you about 50 miles or 20 miles worth of gas in there. Now, guess what? In that reserve, that may be all you need to get you to where you're going or get you back to safety so you can refuel. Don't tell me you've done your best. When your best don't cut it, what you going to do? 
see, when best is possible, then good enough ain't enough. See, you 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 can flip that any kind of way you way you want to, but if but if the best is possible, then good enough it ain't enough, man. See, that's good enough. But if the best is possible, why would you not shoot for that? And you you are all capable of making it. You are all capable of being successful if you change your mindset. But you've got to change your mindset and realize the effort that has to be put forth in becoming successful. You've got to do it relentlessly over and over and over and over. And every day I try to do something to progress my life for the better. I try to do something every day. I wake up every day with a plan, some phone calls, some meetings, some 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 interviews, something, man, that's going to advance and move the brand forward. Because here's what's gonna happen, you all. Let's say you reach your goal. Let's say your goal is to make um $100,000. Well, I got news for you. Listen to this. When you make the $100,000, you can't go nowhere and go on vacation and put your hand behind your head and say, I made $100,000. Guess what you got to do? You got to find a way now to maintain that $100,000 to keep it coming in. See, you can't just get there and stop and rest and whoa. It is harder to maintain your success than it is to get successful. See, let's say, let me me show you this. Suppose it takes you five to eight years to find a way to make $50,000. Let's say it takes you five to eight years to find a way to make an extra $50,000. And you finally, through work and effort, you get to the $50,000 mark. That's 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 it's only just begun now, because guess what? In order to keep the 50 coming in. You got to duplicate what you did to get there. And then, uh oh, here's what you're going to have the audacity being a human being. You're going to want another 50. Because you're a human being. Because you got to have something else to shoot for. Now you're going to want another 50. Well, now that guess what you got to do now. Now you got to do what you did before. For, plus, you got to come up with something else. Then after that, you're going to have the audacity because you're humans. You're going to want another 50. So that's how this works. And see, that that's the, that, that, that's the importance of your relationship with God because you're going to constantly need him. And ain't never a point where you're going to be through needing him. But there ain't going to become a point in your life where you're going through, to through, be through wanting nothing unless you done just gave up. And if you done gave up, who wants that? Come on, y'all. This is going to take quite a bit of effort. And if you think it'll come to you any other way, you're sadly mistaken. Because of all the successful people I know, I know that the effort they put out on a daily basis is daunting. And I think that the average person just doesn't understand the requirement of time and effort that it takes to get there and willingness to put it out. You got to cut a lot of monkey business out your life. All that hanging out, all that late, all that clubbing, all that drinking, all that. You got to cut a whole lot of monkey business out to be successful, man. If you're planning on being successful, get up early, stay up late, work, try, think, meet, greet, smile, attract. It takes a lot. Let's go. But you can do it. God is passing out blessings all day long. 
why are you not in line for yours? I'm telling you right now, I want everything God got for me. Because what he's shown me so far, whoo, if he got some more, man, oh, man, how good is God, huh? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are. 2019 is upon us. What's happening, everybody? <laughs> hey, happy yes, new year. Sir. Yes, yes, yes. How fortunate do you feel Very. to have made it to two? Have you really looked at that number closely yet, 2019? Mm-hmm. Uh, Man. What do you mean? Yeah. I yeah. Mean, you but... remember when it was 1968? Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I was yeah. one. 1996. I was one. I was one. Born. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was watching Ma King funeral on TV. Wow. In Miss Blandon's class, she bought a black oh, and white oh, TV and made okay. us watch it on TV. Wow. Mm. Wow. Man. So was I the only one here? Remember 2000, that was a milestone. You weren't here. here. What about 1974, Junior? What happened that year? Was you here then? Nah. You weren't here? I wasn't here in 74. No? Mm -hmm. When were you born in 1980? Nah, pretty close. I was getting, I was. 78. Oh. Yeah. 78. What was she doing in 78? What y'all doing? 78. God. Working at work, trying to figure out what had happened to my life. <laughs> <laughs> Why were you such a failure? Man, uh, damn, I, I just flunked out of college. And... Shoot. Mine was worse than that. I had a, a a pinto repossessed, and I had to catch the bus and pass my pinto at the loan office every day. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Do they still? They don't still make pentos, do they? Yeah, they still make we them. had one. No, they don't make them. They don't make them, but they out there. There's a couple of my cousin had an orange. Jay, yeah. Jay, you remember that powder blue? Uh, my escort. That boy had a powder blue escort. <laughs> Not powder blue. Like what? I'm talking about <laughs> packed. Packed. With packed with what? Every, I had everything nothing. in there. Everything. Oh, his TV, belongings. Sewing machine. <laughs> So anyway, it's 2019. Yes, dude. Hope everybody's feeling awful grateful. Yeah, Mm -hmm. definitely. Really, man. I know I'm grateful, man. Uh Another year got some got some Uh good health together and Uh still in the land of the living and Amen uh, to that. Blessed and highly favored. Yes, Yes. sir. Man, just feel like just feel like this the year right here. It does, doesn't it? Mm, Because let me tell you something, man. 2018 was a blur. It went by. It was a rough year. It went me. by so fast. <laughs> it was a rough right. year. Oh, yeah. It was oh, a rough, very rough year for me. 2018. Very much yeah, I think it was rough for the country called yeah. Trump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I was so sick of rushing home just to see what he said. Yeah. Oh, All that, oh yeah. build the wall. Oh, build the wall yeah. was crazy last year. But you year, know what? Over the, over the holidays, Steve, I didn't watch any huh? news. No, I didn't care. You didn't? I didn't want, no. I, I made myself not watch news. I didn't watch that much. Yeah, because I- You had I, to Yeah, them. I had to, because you watch it so much when we're at work. work so, yeah, yeah I, I just didn't. I made myself tell not you, watch Tell it. you I mean, what I conscious. did watch, what? though. What's that? That Please. damn surviving off. Oh, no. Oh, oh, my goodness. Man, can man. we talk about that this Talk point? about trending. Yes. Because, <laughs> man, I- I- you didn't we know. We got to talk about We didn't know. Bruh. <laughs> we didn't know. We had no clue. No. We didn't Bruh. know. I done spoke to him. Yeah. 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 I've yeah. been talking to him. Mm. Wow. Well, don't do that. No, Ma. No. All right, Man. listen. Uh, coming up at 32 after the hour, we're going to get caught up and, and uh, we're going to talk about it. Uh, uh, surviving R. Kelly. We'll t- do all that when we come back at 32 after the hour.
You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Happy New Year. We are back. Happy New Year. Hope you had a great Christmas holiday. We're back. Um, you know what? We got to shout out our, our brand new affiliate, Steve. We're talking about WKXIFM hmm. 107.5 in Jackson, Mississippi. The okay. Sip, baby. Yeah, we done finally Sip. got on in Kick the Sip. That's that's it. Monica Barnes is so happy because she's been the state representative for 10 years. <laughs> <on> ambassador. <laughs> and the catfish champion, yeah, you know? Yeah, I'm talking about, man, she's been bringing us all the highlights of Mississippi. <laughs> you know, the catfish championship. <laughs> you know, they had a cotton tournament. They had a really steep. Yeah, they had four blue ribbon hogs. Yeah, yeah. Mississippi Monica been just bringing us all up to date. Uh, her girlfriend Monica is singing oh, down yeah. at the Squires mm-hmm. uh, Tavern. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> if too. Yeah. And she can sing. She can. Uh, and uh, she can, can sing. sing. I know that. <laughs> So that's Kixie 107.5 in Jackson, Mississippi. And here's something you do know about, Steve. W-R-O-U 92.1, Dayton, Ohio. What? Boy, boy. What you know about that, What you know about that? Home of Warren Patterson Co-op. Who? Warren, that's a high school. Oh, okay. Patterson Co-op. Uh-huh. But the home of my best friend. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The greatest pledge of Omega Sci-Fi of all time. Uh-huh. 16 weeks all alone. That's Ooh. a long time. Uh-huh. Marvelous Marvin Horton. Oh, that's where he's <laughs> from. Oh, that's My dog. Thanks. That's <laughs> Marvelous Marvin Horton <laughs> to the Sci-Fi, baby. <laughs> the, one of the greatest cues I've ever known. That's a lot of pledging, baby. Wow. 16 boy, weeks. Boy right there. So welcome them to the ride, Steve. I'm going to see all them boys in April, man. We're doing the 50th year reunion of our chapter, Cy Gamma. Oh, wow. 50-year reunion. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what you got to do all that? Why you say all that? What does all that mean? Anyway, so welcome Dayton and welcome Mississippi. Yep, Appreciate that's right. Appreciate y'all. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you, thank you. Dayton, too. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so, Tommy, next time you oh, perform in there, well, yeah. Yeah. You know how many tickets you gonna have? <laughs> but Tommy, Carla got more cousins than I've ever and he's my seen. daddy people too. Oh lord, oh lord. Now we moved to the other side of the family. <laughs> that's, that's the light skinned side of the family. <laughs> I hate you. And my girl Carla. is there. Shirley Murdoch is in date. Oh, is she? Oh, oh really? Yeah. yeah. Shirley Murdoch. As we lay. As we lay, Doc. Oh hell. <laughs> Your favorite song hey man. of all time. Can we play that for them? We, we ought to play it for Shirley because she listening. I'm going to make sure. Say namesake. Mm, I hate this. Roger and Zap, they from Dayton too. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. yeah. Trotwood, Alabama. Uh huh, Trotwood, yeah. Slave from down there. Really? Ohio Players is from down there. Boy, you don't understand. Boy, the music we, that come out music, of Dayton. Yeah. Did all the music come out of Cleveland and Ohio? Dog, Dash, yeah, yeah. the OJs, Levert. Yeah. You don't understand, yeah. dog. We is. <laughs> dog, we is soul music. We are. Fly. Fly. Oh, yeah. Fly. I love the dance band, boy. I love I loved Slave. Yeah. Steve Arrington, yes, Slave. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, we can the knees, all of that. Mm-hmm. Ohio. Ohio players, boy, one of the greatest groups of all time. Yes, that sir. That damn Sugarfoot Sugar and Diamond. <laughs> boy, I saw Sugarfoot in the airport one time. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
Sugar Foot had on a green jumper from the U.S. Uh-huh. Air Force, uh-huh. but he had on some white platform boots. Yes, uh-huh. yes. Sugar what had on more feathers. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was 6 in the morning, because you know in L.A. you got to catch flights early. early uh-huh. It was 6 in the morning. Sugar had a waist with just feathers hanging off of it. <laughs> Sugar had about seventy-five chains used, on his neck. All yeah. of them was eagles. You wanted that outfit, <laughs> didn't you? <Sugar. laughs> that one feather in his hair. Sugar. <laughs> sugar foot. That's, oh, that's too many feathers, man. What he say? Sugar foot has never said, "Does this go together?" Never. <laughs> <laughs> For what? For oh, what? Oh, what's going on, man? I said, "Sugar foot, what you doing? Over here? Trying to catch a plane." <laughs> oh, <laughs> but he, he talks talk like, like he that. Yeah. Yes. Oh man. Oh girl. <laughs> like in man, the song. That was my one day child. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh child, won't have to listen to your lies. <laughs> On that day, I'll be able to make up my own mind. Yes, I will. <laughs> boy, that boy said, "I'm gonna be free." What about the millennials, Steve, though? Do they know what they're missing if they, they don't? They do not know. Do they? Uh, they don't. I've tried. Exp- I see a lot of millennials at my talk show, mm-hmm. and I stop and I talk to them because I play old school music on all the commercial parts. Oh, okay. And they be sitting there just be grooving. I say, hey, just want to inform y'all, that that you're listening to, uh-huh. that's called a band. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those, the group, they actually went in their basement and practiced <laughs> And then they came upstairs and showed it to people. And if it wasn't good, they went back down in the basement practice. Then they got a gig at the weekend at the tavern. Uh-huh. They went to the tavern and they played. Yeah. They are musicians. They played. Yeah. <laughs> they took their instruments to school and everything. Uh-huh. To school. What's a tavern? Yeah, a tavern. Yeah. Heifer. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh, man. Wow. We back, baby. So how was y'all's break? Oh, it was great. Very relaxing. Oh, man, I mean, you, you just good. saw me. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, the part about staying up late, Shirley, wasn't that great? Oh, was, my God. Oh, my God. Yes. Staying up late. You didn't have to get up. Oh, my God. Yeah, but what? You, you, did you walk through the house where everybody watch. sleep? What uh, did I binge watch? Okay, the last thing we binge watched, you talked about earlier, that was Surviving R. Kelly. That was like the end okay, of our vacation. Binge watched it. I just watched it one time. Yeah, no, I watched it a lot. But uh, then I, yeah, I been watched this show, Steve. I don't know if you've if you've seen it. It's called Bad Blood. It's called no, Bad Blood on, on Netflix. Netflix. I saw it's it, good. but I ain't looked at it. No, yet. you'll it's like some it. Killing in it. Oh, what? Okay, cool. <laughs> That's all you need. <laughs> yeah. All right, listen. <laughs> We're going to talk about surviving R. Kelly, okay? Everybody's talking about it. We're going to get to that, of course, uh, coming up. And uh, Reverend Motown, Deacon Def Jam are here, too, uh, in the new year with church complaints. Yeah. Yeah, you they, didn't, yeah, they you didn't know Deacon? What? Yeah, they, they here. They're probably up. talking about R. Kelly. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're coming up at 44 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, guys, Miss Ann will be here. Uh, she's going to have the latest on the government shutdown. Oh, boy, is that ever going to end? Uh, and Yeah, yeah. It's crazy because know. you know what, man? It's like the Republicans act like they're, okay, I got the campaign promise. But the first campaign promise was, we're going to build a wall, and who's going to pay for it? Mexico. Mexico. Who's yeah. going to pay for it? Mexico. What did Mexico say? 
Then he yeah. turned around and said, right. hey, Chuck, I'll take full responsibility for shutting the government down. He said it. I want on it to camera. be on me. I'm it. shutting it down, and I'll gladly shut it. Put the shutdown on me. Now, his line ain't. And the Republicans act like it's the Democrats' fault when they put a joint bill together that the Senate and the House approved, gave him one point something for some border uh-huh. security. Mm-hmm. They border said, security. yeah, he'll sign it. Took it to the president. He ain't want that. Now, he's no. sitting at $5.6 billion or nothing at all. Mm-hmm. The sad thing is all these people are not getting paid. Paid. Right. All the government workers. Here's right. what I wish. This is what I think they should do. We should put together some legislation. So, so the congressmen. We. You mean us? And the senators. Oh, yeah. oh. Don't get paid. Congressmen and senators should be considered government employees. So when y'all shut the government you shut down, yourself down, I like it. Then yeah. let your money be messed up too. I because bet I right. better be a whole lot more negotiating then. I, there you go. I, I like it. Yeah. Let me tell you, it affected the airport though, because TSA was short of people, man. They didn't have all those people in there. So over the holiday, oh, it okay. was jammed up, man. Wow, bad. Mm. And they're working and not getting paid now. You're working and yeah. who do that? Yeah, yeah. Volunteering. Yeah. Yeah. What you say, Steve? Volunteer. That's what a volunteer does. Working, not get paid. Yeah. I know I'm not looking through a lot of bags if I ain't getting paid. Not at all. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, like I said, Miss Ann is here. Miss <laughs> <laughs> Ann will have the latest on the government <laughs> shutdown. And in entertainment news, we've been talking about it all morning. Surviving R. Kelly, the documentary. Uh, we'll get into that, and then later on we'll talk about some of the highlights from last night's Golden Globe Awards. But right now, uh, Jackson, Mississippi, and Dayton, Ohio, our brand-new affiliates. Good morning to you. It is Monday, which means it is time for Reverend Motown and Deacon Def Jam with Church Complaints. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, Lord. <laughs> what is all that? Get in there. Gracious, <laughs> most botanical, <laughs> Manephilus Ampedestrous. What what that mean? All that. All right. We are here in the new year to deal with the complaints uh-huh. of an ungrateful congregation. Well, I would I wouldn't say they ungrateful, Pastor. I would, I would. What else would you com- call a church that complains every Monday? Uh, yeah, well, that, but you know, something has happened over the weekend, Pastor. Okay, well, l- let us begin, Deacon. All right, uh, Pastor. Brother Reginald Bozeman, also known as Reggie B., uh, shouted at the New Year's Eve church service, uh, eight dime bags fell out of his pocket. <laughs> and he's asking that whoever found him to please return it. He said this is going to ruin his business. And can cut into his profit. Once again, uh, he lost dime bags and looking for somebody to return a pass. It was eight. We confiscated <laughs> them bags. Uh. We don't have a lost and found here at our church. Mm-hmm. We have a lost and gone department. <laughs> We've already given those bags. Mm-hmm. To the needy, shall we say. Yeah. And donated the proceeds <laughs> to the building fund. To the building fund, that's right. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Won't he do it? What them eight dime bags <laughs> oh. 
All right. Now, we got an issue Won't here. he do it? Yes, he will. Yes, he will. <laughs> uh, Pastor, brother uh, Darren Dugas, he's a loyal cowboy fan. He's gone too far. Uh, he went on the Facebook last night. Uh, <laughs> he went on the Facebook and uh, he had a cowboy church robe on and he was singing, "Blank better have my money." I guess he bet somebody. Pastor, we cannot have anybody represent our church in this manner. Not no cowboy fan. <laughs> <laughs> Clearly, I'm from Cleveland. Yeah. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And if you don't, uh, we've I've had done us do the. Uh, Baker Mayfield and the success we had this year. That's right. That's For right. the first time ever, you will see a gospel choir in Brown. In in Brown. Brown Road. Oh, all right. In a... Orange collar. Right. Okay. We didn't know nothing about the. Um... I know that's that's a new development because I don't have anything to say about this man with this uh, cowboy robe on. All right. <laughs> Can't bring that up. What do I care? Well, here's something you're going to have to work on. Uh, Sister uh, Raydine Lockhart, uh, would you please talk to her and tell her to stop wearing the blindfold to church? Ever since, <laughs> ever since she watched uh, Bird Box, <laughs> she's been wearing this blindfold. <laughs> she stayed here all week because she couldn't find her way home. You're going to have to talk to her, Pastor. She is in the sanctuary every night. That's obviously quite funny. <laughs> But I haven't seen Bird Box so haven't. Why would I? <laughs> I don't watch Bird Box because it's right over there next to El Chapo. Uh, <laughs> anytime I see Drug Lord, I watch as that. Yes. El Chapo was way better than Bird Box. I can assure you. Yeah. El Chapo was running some dope. <laughs> If, now, if El Chapo came to church and was shouting and some kilo fell out of his pocket, <laughs> we could build a new church. Yes, we could. Yes, we could now. I'll even call it the El Chapo Missionary Baptist Church. <laughs> All right. Now, look at here, Pastor. Uh, we are fed up with these people. Listen, uh, everyone needs to hear this. If, uh, if the church has fed any of your children more than three times, we will be claiming them on our 2018 tax return. <laughs> we, are, we are tired of not being able to recoup what we put out. Now, Sister Harriet Johnson, her set of twins is, uh, is here every day at an after-school program, and she's arguing about us claiming the twins on our tax return. That's on you, Pat. Wow. Well, we're claiming the kids, as Deacon said. Mm -hmm. We're claiming the kids, and we're claiming. <laughs> you know you is. <laughs> Are we claiming Sister Harriet? What? I can't what do passed? what I started to oh. do. I probably wouldn't have made the tape. Fix Sister, it. Sister <laughs> Carla would uh, immediately Well, go on and say it just for giggle, then. <laughs> All right. I guess I won't tell you about R. Kelly and the youth choir. We'll, go, we'll do that later. <laughs> okay. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour. He did not we, say that. Entertainment news coming uh, up. Uh, the surviving R. Kelly documentary. Uh, we'll get to it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, let's welcome our new affiliates to the Steve Harvey Morning Show family. It's WKXIFM. That's Kixie 107.5 in Jackson, Mississippi. The Sip, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Jackson. We're in the Sip. <laughs> and WROU. 
92.1 Dayton's R&B leader in Dayton, Ohio, baby. Dayton. Yeah. What's nice. up, yeah. Dayton? Welcome, welcome, welcome. What took you so long? Yeah, man. <laughs> All right, yeah, um, man. That, that's, I've been really trying to get in Jackson, Mississippi. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just for Monica's sake. So we can yeah. hear about all the great stuff in that state that we never get to see. Oh, right. man, Monica would be finna be throwing parties and everything. Oh, yeah. Hey, Tommy. Tommy, when she go back to the reunions now? Hey. Steve, who is all about Monica, baby? Mississippi Monica. They gonna they gonna name they gonna give her a school. <laughs> wow, and a name a street after her, a boulevard. And name a street after her. Yeah, I like that. All right, key to the city. <laughs> all right now. In today's entertainment news, guys, uh, whew, we were all shocked when we when we watched the uh, surviving R. Kelly documentary. It's a three-night, six-part Lifetime Network docu-series. It told the story of several women who accused R. Kelly of child underage mental, physical, and sexual abuse, as well as interviews with associates, his former staff members, his brothers, and his ex-wife, Andrea Kelly. Andrea Kelly. Uh, She was also a victim. Mm. These women, uh, some of them were underage. Uh, They lived in R. Kelly's house and the studio for years, and they all talked about being forbidden to talk. They were denied movement in the house. And uh, the horrific mental, physical, and sexual abuse. I mean, it was amazing what came out. He denied people docu-series. food and all of that too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You had to ask him. Uh, you know, um, to go to the bathroom, Steve. I watched it, and uh, it was crazy because I watched it with my daughters in the other room, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. my wife, some of my wife's friends. Everybody was sitting around a TV watching mm-hmm. it. I was in my office. And I'm, I'm going to just be honest, man. I, I just didn't know the magnitude of it. No. And I really feel badly. Mm-hmm. I feel bad because I wish I had understood the depth of what was going on. Not that I could have done anything about it, right. but uh, my reaction to him would have been very, very different. Mm-hmm. I just didn't know it to to the degree. To the extent. You yeah, know, at yeah. first, you know, you know, you know, you know. I guess, you know, you gotta, you know, give a person they on trial. You gotta see if it's true. All this here, right? The benefit you know, of the doubt. Um, that's how you're supposed. Yeah, that's to that's how do you're it. supposed to do it. But innocent until you know, proven guilty. Yeah. But you know, when I saw the tape, yeah, I went, whoa, wait, whoa, whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 partner. Oh, oh. Well, for a long time, dog, it was a rumor and it was humor. For a long time, it was yeah. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, and I think everybody was shocked, Steve. Not just you. I mean, we found out things that we had no idea was going on. None yeah. whatsoever. The depth of it, man. Yeah. I, I felt bad it's because... shocking and appalling. Yeah, it was yeah, shocking. It because be, being at the time, uh, or earlier, being from Chicago, being an R. Kelly fan, I mean, we loved yeah, his right, music, right. you know? Mm-hmm. And it was hard to separate... I, I guess, you know, you got to, he's an artist but and his art. So, you know, you hear these rumors and you're, you know, people are like, well, that's okay. I still like his music. You know, he's still Chocolate Factory. Yeah, and all of that. But then to to see this surviving no, R. Yeah, Kelly no, uh, docuseries, yeah, is, yeah. I'm done. Yeah, I, w- I wouldn't with it at all. Oh, I'm done. It's a whole new level. Yeah. yeah. Well, we'll talk about it some more. But right now, let's get to headline news, ladies and gentlemen. The one and only Happy New Year, Miss Ann Tripp. 
Thank you very much, and Happy New Year to you all, everybody out there. Good morning. This is Andrew with the news. In Texas, two suspects are under arrest for the fatal shooting of that child. We were talking about seven-year-old little black girl named Jasmine Barnes. Jasmine was shot while riding in a car with her mother and her siblings to the store in what initially seemed like a racist drive-by. Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez says the first suspect, 20-year-old Eric Black, faces capital murder charges. Mr. Black has acknowledged his role in Jasmine's murder. We've also received information that this involves a second individual as well. We are still trying to verify some information, and this investigation is ongoing. Sheriff Gonzalez does say that since both suspects are African-American, that race does not appear to have been the motive and that little Jasmine's family were not the intended targets. A second suspect is also in custody, a search still on, well, not really a search, but they're hoping that the white man who was seen in a red pickup truck does come forward. They say he was just probably a bystander. Today is day 17 of the partial government shutdown. President Trump says talks will continue this week between Democrats and the GOP to hopefully craft an agreement to end it. Right now, talks are at an impasse over Trump's insistence on getting $5 billion for his border wall, as the Democrats say they're only willing to green light at $1 billion. Point three for increased border security. They say people can tunnel under a border wall. Meanwhile, President Trump insists that people are with him. Many of those people that won't be receiving a paycheck Many of those people agree 100 percent with what I'm doing. Some of the people furloughed say they don't know who he's talking to. Nevertheless, more than 800,000 federal employees have either been furloughed or they're working without pay, deferred pay, basically. Trump says the shutdown should go or would go on and can go on for months, he says. By the way, the partial government shutdown could soon affect millions of Americans who rely on food stamps to feed their families. The food stamp program is run by the Department of Agriculture, and that's one of the agencies that remains unfunded because of the shutdown. Meanwhile, the Trump administration's list of defections continues to grow. This time as the chief of staff of the Department of Defense, Rear Admiral Kevin Sweeney. He's leaving. The trial of those charged with the brutal murder of Washington Post columnist Hamal Khashoggi has begun. Saudi Arabia's attorney general reportedly seeking the death penalty for five of the 11 people charged in connection with the crime. The high-profile trial opened last week in the Saudi capital. The names of the accused have not been officially released. Finally, the movie The Green Book won Best Comedy, Best Supporting Actress Regina King, Best Film, Bohemian Rhapsody, Not A Star Is Born, Best Actress went to Glenn Close, Not Lady Gaga, at last night's Golden Globes. Meanwhile, Aquaman continues to swim above the competition, being another $30 million over the weekend. Total over the weekend worldwide for Aquaman, $940 million. Not my next paycheck. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Steve, we're still talking about surviving uh, R. Kelly, the docuseries. Um, So how did R. Kelly manage to escape repercussions for his actions? Um, You know... (sighs) Clinical psychologists said in the documentary that society's indifference towards suffering, uh, toward the suffering of black and brown girls and women, uh, people don't care about black girls. That that was the conclusion they well, had drawn. One thing yeah. for sure, if R. Kelly mm-hmm. had done this to some white I know girls, what you're gonna say. Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. yeah, oh yeah, don't you know? Oh, he'd be under. Dog. Ten years ago. Yeah. Bruh. Ten years ago. Any any inkling of it, yes, which sir. is the part that's embarrassing to me mm-hmm. as a black man, mm-hmm. and it ticks me off because you can't do this to these many people. The people's lives that this dude has affected negatively. Yeah. Years of therapy. Mm-hmm. Parents who haven't seen their daughters in three years because it is 
camp he cult. had at this cult house. Cult. Yeah. That right there, that's crazy. It yeah, is. That that's is cult. It is. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Bruh, at least you could do is say, hey, man, y'all, hey, hey, we have a little thing at the house. Go on, see your mama. Mm-hmm. Something. You, you, you ain't even, dog, you ain't even trying to fix that, and you going with they consenting adults. No, dog. You've used they a didn't pimp. start out that way. No. Yeah. R. Kelly has taken the pimp mentality mm-hmm. and used the exact mindset that pimps use to prostitute out women, except he prostituted them out for himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A- a- and that's why right. he wanted to separate them, Steve, from their parents. That's because right. What parent he- does that, though? But that's why he he wanted to do that. These young girls wanted to right. be they wanted stars. To, they wanted, they wanted yeah. yeah. They had dreams, you he know, to meet some that. yeah, they to meet someone, an artist of of, mm-hmm. of R. Kelly's magnitude, for him to help their career. Oh my God! I think, I think the sickest part is that while he was making all those good music, he was doing evil on the yeah. other end of his life. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, and we didn't and know. We as society, we, nobody knew. We, right? we didn't no. know. No, you we know, no, we knew no his idea. music, and, and and was like, he's a musical genius with these yeah. hits, yeah, and songs that he's putting out. So we just, yeah. I bet you, if you got yeah, my I baby girl, I can fly changed a lot of people's attitude toward him because it was like, a positive break, song. That's it's right, such Jay. a good song, right? It was uh-huh. inspirational. They were That's singing right. it in church, Jay. Right. Black churches, yeah. white churches, everybody was singing. I believe I can fly. Hell, when he did, he saved me. Yeah, yeah. When I first heard it, said we was on the radio in L.A. When I first heard he saved me, I started crying. Yeah. That song was so good. He saved right. me. He, the guy is a musical genius. You can't There's deny no denying that. that. No. Absolutely. But Absolutely. He but has, just as much pervert. But, 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 he's you an are evil genius. genius. He's an bro, evil, evil man, genius. This dude right here. Yeah, well, let's go to break. Coming, we'll be back. Yeah. Talk some more about this. Coming up some more of this here. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so here we are uh, still discussing this surviving R. Kelly docuseries that was on Lifetime over three nights, six-part series. Uh, yeah, the I conclusion. I couldn't get past night one. It's three, wow. I, I missed something. Three oh, yeah, nights. It was, yeah, it was, over, it was each, Thursday, yeah. Friday, Saturday, two parts two each. Two parts each night. Two parts yeah. each it's night. It's six night. episodes. Huh? Yeah, when it originally ep- aired. Yeah. yeah. It's six of them. I must have seen all six. No, you, no, you maybe, didn't. You maybe, you yeah, you maybe you missed the first two maybe. on Thursday night. Yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been yeah. so mad, though, man. I, I can't. Everybody, even, the whole country because you know, Steve, man, it's terrible. And then he came out with this song. I admit it. Oh, yes, yeah. two thousand nineteen last minute, year. Yeah, the nineteen yeah. minute song. And I listened to it. Yeah, cause I'm in it. Mm-hmm. A couple other people, and you know, at the time, you know, this wasn't out yet. Right, no. no. So I'm yeah. just seeing this I Admit It song. Then when I heard his wife talking about it on the thing, you know, I went back and pulled it up. You know, you spent 19 minutes saying I admit it. You didn't admit to anything. But if you'd have spent 19 minutes saying I'm sorry, yeah. it would have went a lot further with me. But, like, right now, man, this guy, I was really ha- John Legend, really, man. Oh, he was He's good. He was, he, was, good. He, was, he was really, really yeah, good. Yeah, he was really good. I could he was not the only have musician been musician that spoke, Steve. And yeah. a male yes. musician yeah. that spoke. Yeah, at the I'm glad they didn't. I'm That's glad right. I wasn't in interviewed because I don't know how to be that poised about it. Because it was so, I was so mad watching the entire thing, because child after child, fourteen after years child, old, man, after child. Yeah, this was yeah. happening. I'm gonna take. I'm 16. What that got to do with it? Yeah, even after he came out of court, Steve. 
young young women. He was still looking at young women when he came out of court from being on trial for being with young women. He's still looking he at him when he comes out of court. He, yeah. it's, it's just, There's something wrong there. Now, you know, let's do this here. Now, let me just say this. Okay. Now, the okay. part that I, it, it was so misunderstanding from them children. Mm-hmm. The two 30-year-old women, I, I learned a lot about abuse mm-hmm. and oh, how yeah. it works, yeah. the mental mm-hmm. abuse. Because I, I know how men can be sometimes, mm-hmm. but I don't know nobody like that. Oh, you mean like R. Kelly? Oh, no, sir. No. I don't know any. No. Oh, no, sir. I don't, I don't know. know. Oh, no, sir. He's a monster. No, I've yeah. never met him before Mm-mm. because there's no way I could know you and allow you to exist. Oh, and be in your And circle. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's like right. uh, it's like one time at the mentoring camp, mm-hmm. uh, this little boy said, hey, Mr. Harvey, you know my father. Mm-hmm. Wait, no, I take care of I take care of little boys whose father's not in their life. You and my father, friends. Hold up, dog. <laughs> then why are you here? What, 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 what? Why are you here? Yeah. <laughs> you ain't supposed uh-huh. to be here. Your father yeah. can't be my friend. Right. And he doesn't take care of his kids. Right. I don't, you can't be my friend because mm-hmm. I can't notice. That little boy pulled the pitch out and I knew his daddy. Oh. And was friends with his daddy. So he was right. The little boy oh, was right. Oh, that little boy was right. I got on my phone. I had his daddy's number. Boom had his number in his phone. I said, Boom, call him. I called him up. I said, yo, man, what's happening? Steve, what's happening? I said, hey, man, where you at right now? Oh, I'm down at the shop. I said, cool. I said, I got your son. Mm, right. He said, what you mean you got my son? I said, he in my mentoring camp. Oh, that's cool. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, dog. How the heck it isn't? No, dog, this ain't cool. Yeah. Why I got your son? Mm-hmm. Why your son ain't got no relationship with you? Well, you know, his mama tripping. Hold up, partner. Mm. This is for boys that's from single-parent homes, ain't got no relationship. Hey, man. You- single mothers. Mm-hmm. And he lived in Dallas. I had him come to the camp that that's day. That's good. Okay. That's good. Pick All right. his son mm-hmm. up. No, mm-hmm. Pick your son mm-hmm. up. You yeah. finna do the camp with your yeah. boy. Mm-hmm. I- I'm not finna take him. So I don't know people like that. So I don't know no R. Kelly. And R. Kelly, man... For this, for this, like, you know, talking about, like, in his song, I admit it, I don't know why brothers would try to bring another brother down. Dog, this is your sugar honey iced tea. Yeah. I don't know no parents ain't went in there and got their kids. I got right. wellness check for your ass. <laughs> we got to go, guys. And we're going to switch gears after ain't this. nobody going to be well when I get in there. <laughs> Prank phone call with the nephew coming up. We'll switch gears right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, uh, it's today's Strawberry Letter. Here's the subject for today. My wife is living like she's single. Uh-oh. Right. Wow. Living my best life. <laughs> going back and forth for two. <laughs> right now, the nephew is here, though. Yeah. With today's prank phone call. What you got for us now? Brand spanking new. This one is called Triple Casket. You for the 19th. You know, you know, if, if three people pass and they can, uh-huh. Uh-huh. you know, the family might not have enough money for all them cash. Just one cash. <laughs> Triple cash. Three people, one cash. No. We finna see how this finna go. <laughs> <laughs> no, this go crazy. The concept. <laughs> Triple cash. This could work. Save some money. Take a listen. Here it is. Jenkins Mortuary. This is Calvin. How may I help you? Uh, hey, how you doing? You- 
Uh, hey, Calvin, how you doing? My name is Brandon, man, or uh, Brandon Giles. I, um, okay. I'm I'm calling. Uh, we've got somebody that uh has passed. Actually, uh, uh, three people well, I'm that sorry have passed away. I thank you for that, man. It was kind of expected. Uh, right. So you know, it it wasn't something that caught us off guard. But right. you know, but all in all, you know, we're still grieving about. Uh, losing our loved ones, but uh, but I, I wanted to give you all a call. We're, we're trying to um, pick a particular funeral home on who we want to um, uh, right. take care Handle of everything. The services. Yes, okay. yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, um, uh, we can definitely help you with that. And um, uh, once again, I just want to you know just let you know that we can pretty much do the whole game. That we we can make sure that your needs are taken from you know from from now on. Um, we're here for you. Just wanted to get that out. Okay. Uh, what is your main need? Uh, you, you said three people, sir. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. To, uh, okay. I wanted to okay. bring uh, attention to you. Do you guys customize uh, caskets? Yes, we okay. do gold plating, uh, engraving. Uh, uh, we no, even no, have no, a they, new they, thing they, where we can put uh, the picture of the person on the outside, like a, a semi gloss uh, coating. Okay. We have a couple of yeah. options. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't need that or no gold or nothing like that. Listen, okay. listen. What I want to do is—is is there any way that you could maybe uh, customize a casket that can accommodate three people? Um, uh, yes. Like we 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 can we can customize each individual casket for each individual no, uh, no, family no, member. No, 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 Calvin. That ain't what I'm asking. What I'm saying is, if I I want to like like I like I say, these my cousins. They was all close. It, you know, I don't have a problem with all three of them being in the same casket. Ah, uh, I get you. Um, uh, to, you know, to my knowledge, as, as far as I've been in this business, I've never. Uh, I, I'm not really sure we can actually do that. I mean, I yeah, mean, let, let me, let me what, what, I mean, but what's the problem if we can get them all in there and close well, the lid? Well, before, you, well you, sir, I mean, I think that's a. I, I, I don't even think, if for one, it's legal in this state or any state. Uh, three people in one casket, um, and ethics-wise, I, I, I uh, that's not really something that uh, how can I say that we actually, you know, push. But for. if you customizing a casket, Calvin, then you ought to be able to put as many people in there. If you make it deep enough and wide enough, ought to be able to get three people in there, right? Well, the customization is 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 the outer side of the casket, and maybe you know some people. Uh, even put TV screens on the inside, or some of their their, their loved ones' uh, memorable uh, mementos. Uh, we customize it for that, you know, color wise, uh, size. So, so what about when when it's a person um, real big, uh, you know, a heavy set person? You know, you got to have a casket <laughs> that can accommodate them, right? Uh, yes, but it, okay. So again, so you ought to be able to put person. you ought to be able to put three people in one casket if they can fit. Uh, if you put two one way and one the other way, sir, then you ought to sir. be able to have all three of them in there at one time. Um, is there anybody else around you and your family that can help talk uh, with me about this? I'm talking to right now. I'm trying to get. That, I'm trying to accommodate my you, you cousins are. and get them straight. And I'm asking you, can we get them in a casket that one casket that can accommodate three people? If you put two pillows on sir, one I, end, I told one you, pillow. That's not that's not something we're we're, we're really uh, that ain't something with your is used to doing, Cal. But I'm calling you, telling that's you true. that's the way I want this customized, man. All right, all right, brother. Look, brother, brother, just just chill out with customs. All right, 
So we're trying sir, to get three people. Sir, what? Yes. I have a standard plan. It, it'd be a low-end standard plan for three individual caskets. That's all I can We call. ain't got – we don't have enough money for three individual caskets. I keep telling you that. We got room well, for one like casket. We we just need the big enough, man, that? so you could get everybody in there and close the door. I'm not. I'm not. I don't want to go back and forth with you, sir. I know this is a time. Of then go. Then you ain't got to go back and forth with me. Build, build the that I need so I can bury my family. I, I don't really know what to tell you, sir. But I'm just really trying to help. I'm trying Won't to. Won't you, you tell me you're gonna get three people in the casket looking good? We can't two, do that. Two. We cannot do that. Who the f you hollering at, man? Sir, I'm the one going through bereavement. I understand that, but you are. You're. You're. You're, you're, you're using foul language. It, it's just we can't do it, brother. You hear me? Like, no, we're, no, that's no, like no, no, that's no, no, hold on. No, my no, cousin no. them said sir, they wanted to the use right the refuse. No, sir. No, we can't do okay, it. Okay, look, I'm, I, look, man, hey, man, y'all going to bury these three people and you going to put all three of them in the same so damn casket, me, man. Two, what I, two on, one, on one end and one on the other one, man. Sir, if you're drinking, okay. just stop. I'm, ain't nobody. Right, let me tell you something, man. Let me say this to you. Yes, what, your name Calvin, right? Yes, yes, it is, sir. Okay, Calvin so Calvin, Calvin, let me say this to you. Either y'all going to bury my cousins the way I want it, or Calvin, you're going to get your ass whooped. Who are you talking to? That's what's going to happen. Now, 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 that's it right there, sir. I've been trying to be as professional as I can. This whole conversation is as crazy as it is. But now. Ain't nothing crazy about it. No, 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 no. I told you I want you to bury my cousins. Come on down here. I got some places to put your body and your cousin's body. How about that, huh? Oh, oh, you talking about doing oh, something to me now? now? Yeah, because you obviously... Oh, you, don't, you, don't, you don't sound you too damn confident. Nice. You don't sound too confident, Calvin. I, I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. This ain't the place, and I'm not the one. You will be in the ground messing with us. Matter of fact, if you come here, I'm going to you up. How about that? Okay, Calvin. Okay, Calvin. Let me tell you something, Calvin. Me and Tommy going to be down there today then. I'm bringing Tommy with me. Who the Tommy, huh? <laughs> this is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, baby. You just got pranked, Calvin. This some <laughs> <laughs> Yo, y'all had me ready to whip somebody. <laughs> I just want to know who put you up to this. Reginald that works Reggie. at the uh, yes. I'm gonna whip Reggie. <laughs> you better watch what you drink. You better watch what you eat. I'm on your <laughs> to revenge, Red. <laughs> Hey, Calvin, give me this, man. What's the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, you know it's nothing but the Steve Harvey morning show. Y'all y'all got me. Y'all got me, man. Y'all got me. Y'all ain't with me? Boy. Uh-uh. I'm boy. just I'm like two bodies this way, one body this way. Head to foot. Three different pillars. We work that thing. I hate you. What are they in the You got three bodies in the cast. Yeah. Well, you probably going to need 10, Jay. You probably going to need five on each side. A roller or something. Yeah. But you save some money, Jay. A dolly. It's like casket bunk Like casket bunk bed for three people. Yeah. All right. I got a better idea. Go ahead. Let me hear it. I'll just put them in there and fold them. All right. Stupid is on the loose, baby. Tampa. Florida. I'm coming to the Improv. That is January 24th, 25th, and 26th. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. That is the first stop of the year from the nephew. January 24th, 25th, 26th. I'm at the Improv, baby. Pamela. Right.
You're going to kill nephew. him down there, huh, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nev. Up next is my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my wife is living like she's single. I'm living my best life. I'm going back and forth with you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, let's welcome our new affiliates to the Steve Harvey Morning Show yeah. family. I'm talking WKXIFM, Kixie 107.5, and where Monica Barnes, Jackson, Mississippi, baby. Mississippi. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, we got WROU 92.1, Dayton's R&B leader in Dayton, Ohio, Home Steve Harvey. Marvelous Marvin Horton, <laughs> the late, great Wayne Knowles. <laughs> Ida Washington Knoll. Wow. Mm-hmm. Daryl Bennett. Bennett's Barbershop. <laughs> what up, Bennett? What up with you, boy? <laughs> Steve Harvey, I ain't forgot about you. <laughs> All right, Steve, it's time now for uh, the strawberry letter today. The subject is my wife is living like she's single. And uh, listen, if you need some advice on relationships, if you need some advice on dating, on work, on sex, on parenting, and more, please submit your strawberry letter to steveharveyfm.com and click Submit Strawberry Letter. All just right. simple. All we right. could be reading your letter live on the air just like we're reading this Dating in Mississippi. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is, the strawberry letter. Yeah, this is a letter where you, our audience, write us, and um, we give you advice. We can't make this up. No, 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 no. People (laughs) think we do, though, because they're so crazy, but no. Here we go. Subject, my wife is living like she's single. Dear Stephen Shirley, I have been married to my childhood sweetheart for eight years, and we have two wonderful children. Early on, we had problems in our marriage, and we separated for a short period. But we worked things out, and I thought we were back on track. My wife admitted that during our separation, she had flings with two other guys. She compared me to the guys she had the flings with and bragged about the money and the nice things they had. I'm an educated guy, and I have a great full-time job and a part-time job for extra money. But it's not enough for my wife. She told me that I need to be making six figures to keep her happy. She has a demanding full-time job, so she doesn't do much around the house. Uh, I cook, I clean, I take the kids to and from school, wash the clothes, help the kids with homework, and maintain the lawn. She neglects my sexual needs, too, because she goes out most days after work to unwind, and when she comes home, she says she's exhausted. A few days after Christmas, she told me that I need to find a nice woman that will appreciate me and the little bit I have to offer because she needs more. She told me that after I found her texting one of her old flings. I asked her to see the text, and uh, she showed it to me. The guy was asking her for sex again, and he said that their chemistry is unmatched. I am trying to stick out for my kids, but I cannot be her doormat in the process. She doesn't respect me as the man of the house, and I am not sure how we got to this point, but she is very disrespectful. Do you think I should try to stay for the sake of my kids or make her wishes come true and leave? Who, who, who wrote this letter? <laughs> the husband. <laughs> the husband. It seems like a letter that a wife would write, but 
No, this time the husband wrote this one. And, uh, you know, doesn't the grass always look greener on the other side? I mean, she's, you know, thinking that these guys who were taking her out when she was on a break from you, you know, spending money and nice things and all that. Uh, yeah, but she came back home. She's not with him. So uh, the grass always looks greener on the other side. I, I have to ask you, though, what do you want to do? I mean, you're asking us, should you stay for the sake of your kids? I'm sure you don't want to stay with a wife who continues to disrespect you like your wife does. I mean, kids are no kids. You don't have to take this, man. You don't have to take. You do know that, right? I mean, where's your dignity? Where's your self-respect? Uh, getting your kids and leaving her will probably be the best thing you can do to save yourself and your two children children, okay, from from this mama right now. Uh, she's just out of order. I mean, you said she's disrespectful. She's all of that. Uh, you sound like a good man, a hardworking man, uh, and all of that. You know, you're cooking, cleaning, and doing all this stuff, and taking the kids to school, working two jobs. Uh, you shouldn't be a doormat for her, so you're right about that. Uh, uh, she, she definitely is disrespecting you, and I think you should take her advice. I really do. I think you. there is a nice woman who'll appreciate you. There are plenty of them, as a matter of fact, who'll take you and the kids. So um, get on out of there, okay? You don't have to take this. Steve? Wow. <laughs> this is crazy, That's right? Crazy. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> My wife living like she's saying. <laughs> she is. Just, just, just right there. Mm-hmm. Who wrote this letter? <laughs> he did. My wife admitted during our separation she had a fling with two other guys. She just been out there just clowning. Not no affair. She's been doing what? Clowning. Clowning. Just out here just showing her natural two flings. Mm. That wasn't enough. She gonna compare the guys that she had the flings with, uh-huh. bragged about the money and the nice things they had, she going to come back home and tell me about it? Yeah. Well, you might well stay your ass out there. Then. <laughs> okay. Because this is some information you ain't finna bring. You ain't finna come back to Steve Harvey and tell me this here. I don't know who you think I am. But who you talking to? <laughs> then let's go on. I am an educated guy and have a full, great full-time job and a part-time job for extra money, but it's not enough for my wife. Somebody told me something one time. Right. I just want to share it with you. A very, very wealthy person. He said, if you got one job and it ain't cutting it for you, why would you go get another one of them? Mm. He said, if you got a job that ain't cutting for you, your next move is you're going to have to open some type of little hustle on the side or business. But he said, always taught me, he said, don't go get another job. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. He said, because you got one job ain't working for you, well, why would you get another one of them? Right. <laughs> so that was a very educational thing I learned. Uh... She told me that he need to be making six figures to keep her happy. Now, you got two jobs that ain't making six figures. So you just working all the day and you still ain't making six figures. But this heifer right here done told you that's what you need to do to make her happy. Get on back out there and get the flanging again. See, that's what you probably need to do. Now, she has a demanding full-time job, so she don't do much around the house. Now, I want y'all to listen to this right here. He working two jobs already. Right. She got a demanding full-time job. Mm. But he say, I cook, clean, take the kids to and from school, Mm. wash clothes, help the kids with homework, and maintain the lawn. Mm -mm. 
already got two jobs. I just told this helper. I got a full-time job and a part-time job. Well, I ain't got time for this help. All right, hang on, Steve. Hang on. We're going to have part two of your response coming up. At 23 after the hour, subject, my wife is living like she's single. We'll be back right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, come on, Steve. Let's recap today's strawberry letter, uh, part two of your response to. In uh, essence, this woman don't want this man. My life is. She, when they separated, she had a fling, and now she's comparing the guys to her. He do everything. He do all the work, and he got two jobs. She neglects my sexual needs. Because she goes out most days after work to unwind, and when she come home, she exhausted. Well, let me ask you a question. <laughs> what do you on. think that is? Come on. Yeah. Come on. When she out there unwind <laughs> after a hard day's work, and when she come home, she's exhausted. Yeah. What you think she exhausted from? Unwinding? <laughs> Unwinding ain't exhausted. <laughs> It's when you getting wound up <laughs> that's exhausting. It's when you get, see, men, see somebody winding her up real tight and then <laughs> sending her ass off. That's what it's like. See, see. One more time. It's getting tight. It's getting tight. <laughs> now, she do that three times a night. Boy, she coming in this house tired as hell. Then a few days after Christmas, she told me I need to find a nice woman that'll appreciate me and the little bit that I had off. Wow. Well, you know, she just told you, you need to go find you somebody post. <laughs> and doggone it, you can do that. Mm. Yeah, because she need more. She told me, I I found I found her text in one of her old friends. I asked her to see the text. She showed it to me. First of all, you're not finna be that comfortable in my house where I asked you to see the text right. and you just go him. Yeah, yeah, show it to me. Yeah, no, you're gonna, you're gonna have seen me somewhere in my life go off on somebody where you would you would pause and go you know what showing him this text right now probably ain't gonna be the best thing because he has an ignorant side to yeah. it and i don't want to see it but no see you ain't never demonstrated that let me see what you texting him yeah oh you comfortable with him yeah the guy was asking her for sex again and he said that their chemistry is unmatched i'm trying to stick it out for my kid what Wait a minute, hold on. Did I read that one? Yeah. Nah, nah, you read that right. The guy was asking her for sex again, and he said that their chemistry is unmatched. I'm trying to stick it out for my kids. Wait, I must have missed that. <laughs> one more time. The guy was asking her for sex again, uh-huh. and he said that their chemistry is unmatched. <laughs> I'm trying to stick it out what? for my kids. What the hell is missing? It's, missing. it's a line missing. Damn, it's, it's a paragraph bad. missing. Who asked did you start whooping? Wait, what, Steve? Somebody, who asked did you start whooping before you said, I'm trying to stick it out for the kids? But I cannot be her doormat in the process. She don't respect me as the man of the house. Oh. The man of the house. <laughs> Dog, you ain't been the man of the house mm-hmm. since y'all, since she went out there and had them two fleas. I'm not sure 
how we got to this point. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. part. See, mm-hmm. that's why you typed the letter. Mm-hmm. You're not sure how you got to this point. I'm, I'm, I'm crystal clear how you got there. Y'all was going wrong in your lives. Your childhood sweetheart. Y'all got married, hadn't experienced no life. Then y'all had some problems in the relationship. She went out there and had a taste of life. And the taste she had wasn't the taste you've been giving her. See, what you had been laying down, she thought was cool. Then she went out there and ran up into Rowdy Rodney Piper. <laughs> she ran the up in the... Yeah, she What's ran his up name, in the, Rowdy Rodney Piper. <laughs> then she ran up in the big, Rod. big uh, uh, dusty road. <laughs> <laughs> then she ran up in the uh, uh, the junkyard dog. <laughs> J-Y-D, baby. Then she ran up in the Ernie Land, Bobo Brazil. And ran up into the Sheik and ran up into some people that was tossing her. She been all up in the air and getting flipped. Andre the Giant yeah. ran up in that Randy Savage. <laughs> Macho man. You got, you got some, you got some, Flair. Uh, some gorgeous jeans. He ran up there and ran up into some Ric Flair. Whoa! <laughs> and got turned O-U-T out. Yes. Now she come back home. And she in here with Lil Tiny Tim. <laughs> Lil, Lil, Lil Kermit the Frog. Oh. He been in here playing Sesame Street. She done been out there in them streets and ran up into the WWF. <laughs> she done been in bed with the Undertaker. <laughs> been all out there and had a date with Triple X. <laughs> been all over the place. Yeah. Getting thrown from corner to corner. Uh-huh. Tossed into the ropes. Yeah. Flying off on the turnbuckle. <laughs> then all of a sudden, Dwayne Johnson, a.k.a. the Rock, yeah, baby. Yeah. got his hands on it. Souffle, <laughs> put her in a headlock, <laughs> put her in a souffle, and all of a sudden, overhead fireman's carryover, boom, she yeah. was on the ground. Now, she back at the house. Mm. Yeah. You ain't picking her up, throwing across the rain. Yeah. You ain't jumping off the top rope. Yeah. You ain't used none of the tricks. <laughs> now, she don't want you no more. That's how you got to this point. What you need to do is do like she said. Find you somebody that appreciate the little bit you got. That little bit of money you making. That little bit of loving you paying. That little teaspoon of thing you been just shoveling around like you like you been just dropping, you been dropping, bringing hammer work. That ain't hammer work. That's number two leaded pencil work you been doing. You ain't been doing what you thought you was doing. Mm. She went out there and ran up in the Randy Savage. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Gene. That's right, Gene. Don't come in. I'll come to bring the heat, baby. <laughs> so, bruh, appreciate you writing your letter. Mm. But 2019 is over. Yeah. Yeah, it's over. In oh, 2019. Oh, in, in, okay, yeah. Yeah, it's over. Yeah, They're going right. in there. Tell the kids. They already, the kids know. Yeah. All right, we got to get out of here, guys. Email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at Steve Harvey FM. And now, coming up in about 10 minutes, we'll talk more about Surviving R. Kelly, the documentary, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, uh, we're still talking about this um, Surviving R. Kelly video. I mean, the uh, docuseries. 
It was over a three-night period uh, last week, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Two episodes per night, six altogether. And it was just unbelievable. Steve, you mentioned earlier uh, that John Legend was there. He was the only male that uh, really spoke out against R. Kelly, musician, on the documentary. Mm-hmm. I think uh, Chance the Rapper said something like he was yeah. uh, he regretted having R. Kelly, uh, doing a song doing with a song R. Kelly. With... Yeah, too. Yeah, I mean, you know, too, yeah, because, and, and, I, and, I, and I gave Chance a break on it because you, no one really knew the yeah, magnitude of it. Mm-hmm. You know, um, Nobody's blaming Chance the Rapper. No, right. man, not at all. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, but man. And he apologized. I, I didn't know, man. Too. I mean, I, it's so crazy, man. But my wife was telling me, Steve, what could you have done? I just said, man, I just wish I had known something. Because I, I I don't know what I would have done. But I, I feel badly because, you know, we didn't make a bigger stink about it. Yeah. But it's hard to make a big stink if you don't know the extent of it. And, like, when you don't get cooperation from the parents and the, and the victim which would have sent him to prison in the first case of child pornography. That's what I Because that girl was 14. But the parents and the child wouldn't come forth because they were paid. Yeah, and they denied that it was the child, that their daughter they in were, the video. They too. were paid. Yeah, and they, there were payoffs and Ain't that You're pimping right. your daughter out in a certain, basically? Absolutely. That's exactly what that is. Come on, man. There are some parents in this that I felt were accountable. Had a share of blame for this, for letting their daughter be in that situation in the first place. You're saying, you've now everybody <sighs> heard the rumors. Yeah. yeah, they were everywhere. They were the rumors. You dropped your came. baby off. Yeah. You mean uh, when the tape first came out and all that? Who do who do that about him urinating? As we later learned, first of all, okay, like, like, you know, look, I don't know, you know, things happen too quickly, but listen to this: you at the concert with your daughter, mm-hmm. R. Yeah. Kelly pull up on stage. Mine ain't going up there. Get somebody. We, we ain't at the show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's it's so yeah. much, man, yeah. from from the parental standpoint. But I'm gonna just be honest with you, man. I really felt for the parents who can't get to their, uh, uh, even their adult children. Who, yeah. You know, look, man, I, look, we're all parents in this room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, My we, youngest we is 21. We How old is Sheridan? Sheridan's 22. Okay, cool. If you don't see your daughter for two, three years, come on, man. Mm-hmm. Dog, you hurting. I mean, man, as dog, a mother? Dog, dog, oh, you, come you're on. hurting in the pain. I got she's an adult. Mm-hmm. I got it's of consensual mm-hmm. age right now. Mm-hmm. But I, I can't talk to you. And, and you know, there's a thing that um, parents say, I just wanted to put my eyes on you. You know, everybody, oh. everyone. Your mom always their, said that. Their parents yes. say that. Right. You know, and just want to hear your voice. Yeah, I just want to hear your voice. Just want to put my let eyes on you. you. Yeah, let me look at you. Yeah. You know, I haven't seen you in a That's while. That's every parent. Every so parent. I understand the heartache that these parents are going through, who can't even reach or be contacting their adult children because of the brainwashing mm-hmm. that this dude has put on these. Because. He's Uncle used Jungle. a pimp mentality yeah. Yeah. on yeah. these women and these girls. Control, Even the thirty-year-old girls that got involved. Mm-hmm. Once you go in there thinking one thing, and the brainwashing begins, and the, that's an abusive. Right. He's a he's predator. A predator. Right. He's a predator. An expert at mm-hmm. shaping and 
once you get them to thinking less of themselves and more of you, mm-hmm. that's the beginning of the pimp game. Yeah, and you're right. First, uh, they were saying he was so nice to them and everything, and then they had to he learn takes the all rules. That away, right. Then yeah. they had to learn the rules, and the rules yeah. were they had to call him daddy, and you had to. Um, uh, ask for permission. If you wanted to go to the bathroom, you had to ask uh, R. Kelly for permission to go to the bathroom to I brush your teeth. I got to pee when he want me to pee? Yeah, to eat, okay. all of that. Now, Shirley. Yes. Now that I've said that about the fathers and the mm-hmm. parents, mm-hmm. I have to say, after watching this thing, mm-hmm. I'm the I'm that parent that went oh. to the hotel to get his her daughter oh, by yeah, herself. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yeah. Which was like ticking me off. Where her uncle, her brother, yeah, her granddaddy. Yeah. Some, some yeah. old men no, need to be no. in it. She had a, yeah. got she had a girlfriend mother, with her, but you mean mother. where was yeah. the men? Yeah. Where were the men? And, and I think that's movement. what I'm hurt about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is that we as black men were not more involved in this. Every time I turn around, it was a mother looking mm-hmm. for their baby, and then when I see the two fathers. We just want to see. We need a wellness check and all this. Okay, bro, I got it. You know, and I got got you can't get to them, and I got they consensual, and I got they hiding out. I got it. But, dog, I just got to tell you, man, I I, I, I ain't in jail. Well, that's what my interview. breaking and entering. Yeah. 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 I'm, I'm sitting baby. in there next to Robert Brother with that 3XL on. <laughs> yeah, that's why I'm, I'm in there with a 2XL yeah. on, because that's what I wear 2X. Yeah. <laughs> My interview is from the jail. I'm in there. Me and me and me and me and R. Kelly brother just argue. <laughs> right. But it goes back but, to what we were saying earlier about not caring about black girls but, and yes, brown and girls black being women victims. And brown women, you're they right. Just, it's just different for us. They just don't care. Society doesn't care. It's like you said now, earlier. Now I probably shouldn't say this. And you said it earlier. If it were white girls, white girls, boy, yeah. Boy. You said that all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They, we'd be all over it. Yeah. Now I don't know what's gonna happen to R. Kelly. But let me say this. Bill Cosby's in jail. Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't know how he can escape this. I, I, I know it's... And Harvey Weinstein's trial is coming up, mm-hmm. uh, uh, too, this year, later this year in March, I you, think. And you better know something's going to happen to him. Mm-hmm. Because he 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 really did. Oh. He opened up oh. the gates, man. Yeah. What this dude was doing... But he was doing some vile stuff, man. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. all vile. Yeah, it's all vile. Yeah. All right. Uh, I, I mean, it's exhausting to think about what went on. But uh, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, fellas and ladies. Uh, mm-hmm. The NFL division playoff football games are set. You guys know this, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know. Yeah, okay. Come on, guys. Hey, don't be like that. You know, Junior be knowing, Yeah, yeah. way to show up, Tex. Junior. Yeah, way to show up. Oh, you're mad at Houston? Yeah, what the? Did you see the performance? Uh, no, I can say oh, that okay, would be a no. I seen the receipt I got for four tickets. I seen that. <laughs> I, I got no, that. I got that receipt. Round one seven games. I'm cool the fans. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Round yeah. one seven games, boy. I don't know what y'all talking year. about. Y'all had <laughs> y'all, y'all had playoffs hopes. I yeah. just had hope. You just had hope. <laughs> I just hope we win a game or two. Boy. And you did better than just winning the game. You won seven games. You had seven. We did ten and five regular season. I'll tell you what, though. Cowboys, 
They in there. The God, they actually won. I just have I, I, so like, much hate for the Cowboys. Him. Man, I ain't. You got to respect them, though, Jay. That, that Prescott, he playing some good ball. Ah. And Zeke playing some good ball. You got to get to him. I like the players on the Cowboys. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't like the team. Mm-hmm. I never liked that America team. I never oh, liked, oh, but I've always liked Michael Irvin. I've always loved yeah. Emmitt Smith. I've always oh, been yeah. boys with Dion. Oh, them cats used to come to my comedy club in Dallas, man. Yeah. I've always them cats. They man, they some good dudes. Yep. I love them boys, man. Wilburn, man, they had some nice catches. I like Zeke Elliott. I like Prescott. Mm-hmm. I like Amari yeah. Cooper. They done win God. I like yeah. their defense. Yeah. I like to do. I just don't like the damn team. <laughs> well, there's like a lot of people on the team. Yeah. yeah. I don't like I'm with you, Steve. Like and I don't like the fans either. Yeah, I can't stand it. It's, the, the, it's fans. the fans. That's what it is. It's, it's the, the fans. It's the fans. Cowboy fans. Oh they will rub God. it in on you, Pop. They will, they will call you How when they win, and you can't find them when they lose, man. Well, what about the Eagles? Not the Eagles won? Yeah, we yeah. got to give it up for Philly. Yeah. Give it up yeah. for Philly, baby. That, that was a tough game, That was man. a tough that was game. Tough. That, Philly yeah. and Chicago, because, yeah. you know, I got love oh, for both Oh, that Chicago games. game, yeah. that game hurt that dude. That dude is hurt that to this day. Yeah, the kicker for the Bears. No. Ooh, ping, but you know what, man? Ping, but, but he had, That's but, a pop team. But he had kicked the first one that went <laughs> it through. It was nice. They yes, call it timeout on it. Man, they put that timeout on it. That's that pressure, man. That's pressure, dog. That's pressure. 43-yard field goal. Let me tell you something, man. You have one job now. You is the kick. Still pressure well, though. Still pressure though. Still pressure though. Forty-three yards. I know. But see, but at the end of the game though, He's... see, it's not that play. It's so many other things that get you that to that point. Too. Like if uh-huh. they'd have scored a touchdown, it wouldn't have been no problem. If they'd have got a first down, it wouldn't have been no problem. But you over there incompleting plays, dropping balls, getting tackled. Yeah. So now when you get tackled, you drop a ball and you don't make the first down. Now you now the kicker just ain't dog doo doo. Because he missed the one job mm. he got. Well, you ain't do your job. Your ass didn't score. Say what now? Say what now? Point well made. Point well made. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, but that's you what you what? would say if you was that a That argument don't hold up in the locker room when no. you just miss that damn field. Oh, no, no. 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 <laughs> but, Jay, when you, miss, when you miss that one, you don't even go to the locker room. No. Just, get, <laughs> man, get in your car with your pads you on, man. <laughs> All sweaty and stuff, yeah, man. You, yeah. just, you just out there in the field talking to people. Man, yeah. he ain't sweating, Shirley. He ain't doing nothing to kick. He, he just, broke he no just sweat. in his car driving yeah. home. He, he, got, he, he, got in his he got his shoulder pads on. With he the helmet on. With, with his helmet on. Yeah. Right, right. I'm at the light with the helmet on. He still got his helmet yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he got his so, helmet on. So, congratulations right. to Philly. Yeah, man. And, um, man, it's hard. And congratulations so now to Philly. Philly going to play the Saints. On Sunday, Steve. That's going to be a good one. Oh, man. That's going to be good. I don't know, man. It's going to be a hard game because, you know, they rested uh, Breeze the last Mm -hmm. game. Yeah. So he'll be healthy. Right. But it's something about that Nick Foles, man, and Philly, man. This dude, they know how to win. They just win. And and they just started pulling it together at the end of the season because they didn't look like world champs earlier. Nope. But he wasn't playing either. Carla and her husband don't want to hear that, Steve. What? Oh, girl, you know Tasha, my house is all about the Saints. I know. Oh, yeah. oh, that who that nation? That who that nation? Who that nation? Stop him. <laughs> he was like, nah, like, I don't care because I like both teams. So, yeah, Browns yeah, ain't so in it. The Browns, they the Browns did seven good, games. Seven games Boy, from, like, losing understand. all them games they lost. That, that's yeah. crazy. Dog, and we finna get another coach. 
Mm-hmm. Are you excited? Man, and we got the 17th pick. We, though. I love it. Yeah. We, I love, like, yeah, that nice. part we. of the franchise. Hey, can I talk to some another piece of sports? You know, What's did that? you see LeBron James on uh, TV when he said that he is the greatest player of all time? Because when he went back to Cleveland yeah. and he mm-hmm. won that title with Cleveland, he figured after he won that game, that made him the greatest player of all time. Really? So I think that's the greatest basketball move in the history of the game. To leave a city, go somewhere, win two titles, then come back to that city and win a title for that city that yeah. ain't won in 50 years. I think that's the most gangster move in basketball. And it worked. He did it. He pulled yeah. it off. But, but does that make him the greatest player? No, sir. Thank you. And no, I love LeBron James. Yeah. No, I With everything no, in me, I think he's just. No. Now, he mess around and do something in L.A. like that, then you might have to call him that. Oh, no. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah if he could do it in L.A., but. L.A. was better when he wasn't there because nobody knew they was losing. (laughs) (laughs) You hear that logic? (laughs) That was so ignorant. I'm going to tell y'all something, man. What? What, Steve? And this is going to really throw you. Come on. But really, man, to me, Mm. to me, the greatest basketball player of all time Mm. is Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Because he revolutionized the game. Okay. He was unstoppable. Nobody could do nothing with him. I and then what made him a great center was when you fouled him, he went to the free throw line. He made them free throws. Oh, yeah. they, they, centers used to hit free throws. No. <laughs> That's the only reason Shaq ain't the greatest center of all time, because Shaq couldn't make a free throw. If he could have made free throws, Shaq would have been the greatest, most dominant force ever to play the game. I, I still got to put Jordan up there with above Kareem. Yeah. Bro. I, can't, I can't argue. Yeah. You know? I got to put um, um, magic, magic up there. Ooh, magic. God damn it. Hey, when we come <laughs> back, when we come back, me, you, and Kid going to pick our top five basketball right, players. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, I can't pick no damn body. <laughs> you heard it. We'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show and their top five you right after this. Players. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, before we went to break, you guys said that you were going to do your top five in the NBA, right? Your top yeah. of five. All time. Of all, all time. All time. That's hard. Yeah. It is. It is very, it is very hard. Yeah. And these are all See, of debates. all time, man, yeah. it's, it's too hard. You, you can't, nobody has the top five that can't be argued. Right. No one has right. a top five right. where they go, yeah, man. But because you can always put somebody on your list that ain't on somebody's list. You can't argue. No. All right, who want to go first? Yeah, you ready, time? Well, let, let, let's let's get let's get the craziness out of the way. Let Jay go. <laughs> <laughs> He's not even into sports okay. like I'm that. I'm so interested Jay, in his list. Uh, Jay don't even really know want, five basketball really players. Why are we asking Jay? Okay. I don't. I know one great one, greatest <laughs> well, of all time. Who? That don't get the respect that she should get. Who? That who? nobody even gonna mention. Who? Juana man. Nobody's gonna bring okay. up. All right. That was yeah. a movie, yeah. you right. idiot. You done. You done. Yeah. Y'all, y'all oh, he was. Yeah, that, I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry. I shouldn't even win. I shouldn't have asked him that. Let me do I'll go first. I'll go first. Here we go. Top five. Akeem Olajuwon. Nice. Magic. Yeah. Jordan. Of course. Bird. LeBron. See you, can't, see, you can't argue with that list. It's yeah. just your yeah. top five. Yeah. You can't even it's argue not. with that list. Okay. That's what you got, Kim? All right. 
Period. I got an Oscar Rock. Oh, See, all, boy, all my top five are people who changed he, the game. But he was before you was even born. Yeah. You don't but even I know saw what he looked take. like. Mm-hmm. Of Oscar. Oh, man. He if he was in here, would you see him? Would you know him? Yeah. <laughs> I you, wouldn't. I wouldn't. Tommy probably wouldn't know. I, I wouldn't. Would. Uh-huh. Magic Johnson. Okay. Oh, yes. Definitely. LeBron James. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant. Mm-hmm. And Michael Jordan. Can't argue with that. All five of them changed the game. Can't uh-huh. argue with that? Okay. Okay. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah. Who changed the game? Okay. okay. He was so cold in college, they stopped dunking. But Steve, you look like you're looking for an argument, though. I'm, I'm, just, I'm, I'm not just throwing it out there. Yeah, yeah. 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 You're throwing it out there like arguing with yeah. me. Yeah. He's, he's, he's looking for a fight. The greatest point guard ever lived, <laughs> uh-huh. Magic Johnson. Yes, sir. Oh, no, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. Who was it, Jay? Because he wants to fight. He the wants greatest to guard fight. to ever live. Uh-huh. And basketball player, arguably. Michael Thank Jordan. Thank you. Wrong. Damn. <laughs> One of the, the current greatest basketball player on the planet today, uh-huh. LeBron James. Yes, sir. Man, yes, you sir. stupid. You yeah. just stupid. You stupid. No, you are. What's You're the last stupid. one, dog? And the last one is the Black Moomba. Oh, Kobe. Kobe. the dumbest Brian. damn thing I ever heard of my life. <laughs> the dumbest list ever. Kobe, LeBron, Jordan, Magic, and Kareem. Okay. Because Lord have mercy. Nobody put Dr. J on there? Dr. J could have easily have been on here. And I wanted yeah. to put Shaq on here. And Oscar oh. Robinson, I wanted him on my list. Let me tell you somebody else who could make the list. Oh. Hmm. I'm going to tell you, if I could have anybody's game, if you could have anybody's game in the league right now, whose right game now, would you have? I want Dwayne Wade's game. Dwayne Wade, who would you want? I James Harden. I want that. Right now. Okay, hold up want. yours. Hold up, guys. We gotta we gotta go. We'll be back. And okay. I'll tell you whose and, game okay. I have. Cliffhanger, baby. We'll be back yes. with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this at 33 after the hour. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys. Uh <laughs> If you, what was the question, Steve? If you could be anyone, have their game right now in the NBA, who would it be? And yeah. Who's game? Yeah. Who's game would it be? Dwayne Wade in his prime. I want. I want a game like that. You want Dwayne Wade? I play like that. I want Can James. I, I think James Harden. Tommy said James Harden. Jason. James Harden. Who? 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 Me? Who? Yeah. yeah. Who? Come on, man. Oh. Get it over with. Yeah. You're Simon and Sam in space. Right, Jane. okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, so Jill, who did you say? Dwayne, Dwayne Wade. I want Dwayne I Wade in his prime. When he's prime? Yeah. When he won the championship? And Tommy, you said Harden. Harden right now. If I right could have now. anybody's game right, right now, now, Russell Westbrook. Ooh, that's really? a good, he's a gazelle. No, LeBron. Russ, no. He's a gazelle. No, no, I want Russell's game. Okay. His motor. <laughs> he the fastest thing I know. His motor, his drive to play the game. He get more triple doubles than anybody. He scoring, he rebounding, and he dishing. You can't deny these triple doubles. A triple double is hard to get. It is. This dude what got forty of them last year. The red is a beast. No man, but the game I would I, I would want brush. Russell Westbrook's game. Right. He just so involved, man. His attitude. I just love his game, man. That's if, sorry, I could, if I could if I could play like I'm anybody. Yeah, that's who I was playing like. Yeah, man. You're not even talking. Now, who I had? Why are you ignoring Jay? Why I got no time for that, man. He said so, Kevin. He said he did. Dog, he said dog, dog, he cracks on people like 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 he <laughs> just. Need a brush. He, he called him need a brush. He over there. He cute. 
I mean, Loki, he know when to say it, though. He said it on okay. his radio. Okay, you said today. What about back in the day? Back in the day? Back in the day. I had, right, him, on, on, I had him on my I mean, tell I mean, you, I ain't going to believe who mine Come on, is. Junior. Yeah. You go first. Back in the day, old school player. Uh-huh. Man, you know who I really love, man? Or who I wanted? Ooh, let me see. Ah, man, I'm, I'll be honest with you. Vernon Maxwell. That boy I, could I, I, I'm Growing up, I'm from Texas. Go ahead, Tommy. Yeah. Who would you be? The Glove. Oh, really? Gary um, Payton. Gary Payton. I yeah. love Gary Payton. Okay. I like his game. Uh-huh. Okay. Defense. Come on. Come on, crazy <laughs> Come man. Come on, man. Look at that look, at that look in his eye. Come you on. know who I wanted to be? Who was that? Oh. Wait. Connie Hawkins. Who? Connie Hawkins. Connie Hawkins. <laughs> who oh, the is hell that? is Connie? The flying <laughs> frangle roll. <That laughs> Connie Hawkins, man. <laughs> who in the hell everything, is Connie? Everything was a frangle roll. Connie Hawkins. What team? 76ers, the Knicks. Oh, Connie Hawkins, man. Nobody said Bill Russell, right? I just was. I wasn't gonna say something stupid this time. I really want. No, I I don't want. Oh, Jay wants to participate. (laughs) (laughs) You go. (laughs) You're looking at his chin hand off. It's too much. Please let me say what I have to say. Okay, come on, Jay. You know, come on, just say. One of the baddest basketball players ever, Curly. From the Harlem Globe. <laughs> he was amazing. See, this fool helps. That's the game. I'm not mad at that. They he never sold a bottle. See, he man. was good. Curly was good. Yeah, Curly but but I had Kareem Abdul Jabbar on my sneakers. Oh, did you? Yeah, I had Jabbar on my sneakers, man. <laughs> I had him on my sneakers. And, and I wanted to be Elgin Baylor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, Lord. Earl the Pearl. Penny Hardaway. Oh, Lord. Oh, Earl the Pearl Monroe. Monroe. <laughs> you know how hard I practiced that move? <laughs> <laughs> we got to come back. I don't know if we're over with this or not, but we'll be back Tomorrow. with more. And uh, closing remarks, all of that when we come back at 49 after the hour, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Uh, our last break of the day, but our first closing remark of the year from you. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, thinking about it, and as always, as we set out on these new years, people have a tendency to make resolutions. I don't, I don't make resolutions for the new year because as soon as I think of what I want to do to improve myself, I don't wait to start improving at the beginning of the year. I start on Christmas Eve, Thanksgiving. I start August 22nd. It don't matter. When, the moment I think. So I, I used to do resolutions, but I don't do them anymore because life is too short to wait till the start of the year to begin. But how about if we look at it this way? Since God has afforded you this incredible opportunity called life, and we are all here, and even against all the odds, we somehow made it to 2019. I want to say this to you. You have a say-so in how your year go. You have a say-so in how your year go. You do not have to sit here and just play it by ear. You have choices. You have decisions. You have the right to view it positively or negatively. You have the right to view your glass as half full or half empty. You have the right to accept righteousness or evil. 
You have the choice. That's the beauty about being a human. God, when he created us as creatures, as creators, as as he created us as creatures, he gave us as the human creature, the only one that has the power of choice in all areas of life. We can choose when we mate, where we live, how we live, who we mate with, where we stay, what we wear, how we dress, the climate we live in. Look, polar bears have to live in polar regions. Penguins have to live, fish have to live in the ocean. It's the way it is. Bears got to be in woods. That's how it. We can go live on the desert. We can live on a mountaintop. We get choices. 2019 is your year to make better choices. If you weren't happy with the way 2018 went for you, you have a decision to make. You can change your thought process, and by changing your thought process, you can change the outcome. Now listen to this. You can't do anything about everything that happens to you. There's nothing you can do about what's going to happen to you. You can't stop nobody from hurting your feelings. You can't stop your plant from closing. You can't stop them from foreclosing on a loan. You can't stop da-da-da-da-da-da. But you can do something about every single thing that happens to you. You can have the attitude so when it happens to you, it does not destroy you. You've got to stop letting mishaps that come along in your life wipe you out and cause you to pause so long that you're no longer in perpetual forward motion and you wind up stuck on stupid. You have a choice to accept everything as a child of God and say, you know what? He probably got something better for me. For example, they're going to close the door on me in 2019. You think I'm tripping about that? They already told me they probably going to close this door on me in 2019. All that means for me is God has another door for me to open, for me to walk through. He going to open another door. These people that make these decisions at these networks and stuff, they don't control my life. They control that little piece of section over there. I got the rest of it. I'm God in charge of me. So every door that closes for you in 2019, if you understand that that allows for an opportunity for another door to open, maybe I need some more rest. Maybe I've been working too hard. Maybe this is his way of saying, hey, partner, you're going to slow down. I'm going to help you slow down. I ain't finna fall. I ain't going to have to sell nothing. I ain't going to lose nothing. But I've learned to accept God's will and understand that everything that happens to me happens to me for my good and my betterment because the God I serve didn't bring me this far to leave me. You tell me, why would God lift you to the height that he got you to just to see you fall? That's not the God we serve. That's not God. Don't let nobody deceive you. That ain't God. When something happens in your life, it's an opportunity, man. That's all 2019 is. It's going to be a series of opportunities. When they tell you no, it's going to create another opportunity. If they tell you you're canceled, it's going to create another opportunity. If they tell you, well, we don't think so, it's because they don't know. 
You think I care about somebody telling me how they feel about me or a show I got? You think, you think they made me? Them people didn't make me, man. That just give me the opportunity to go do something else. They got YouTube. They got Facebook. They got everything now. I ain't got to sit around and be wondering, tripping about what you're going to do with me. I know how to forge and pray and earn and work for other opportunities. This ain't the only country. I'm global. The God I serve is international. See, that's what I know. Don't let 2019 get by you without understanding that you have a say-so in just how it goes. So come on, man. Get your attitude right. Keep talking to God. Pray. Ask for guidance and assistance and see if God don't show you the way. That's how you get through 2019. That's how we got through 18. You thought you wasn't going to make it, but here you is. Come on, boy. You better. I got to go. Y'all have a nice weekend. Steve Harvey contest. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at T-Mobile.com slash unconventional. Open signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or feature. See T-Mobile.com. 